One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we are not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Indeed we are. And if you would like to read up on the serums we mentioned, you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to anything we talk about on the show. You can follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, Instagram at forever35podcast, and you can join the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. And there is also a Forever 35 subreddit. Very exciting. Whew. That's at reddit.com slash r slash forever35. Thank you, Dory. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Uh, and if you would like to reach us directly, you can do that also. We have a voicemail number where you can also text us at 781-591-0390. You can also email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can also email us a voice memo if you would prefer that method of communication. And, you know, we do always appreciate a rating or review on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. So as Kate would say, Tootaloot on over. <laughs> that is what I would say. That is what you would say. <laughs> toot toot. Yep. 
toot on that little horn that you have and toot toot on over. Yep. Toot-a-loot-oot. Oh my gosh. Toot-a-loot it up. Very predictable, aren't I? I mean, you talk to me many times a week, and I really... Uh... I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say predictable. I would just okay. say on brand. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take okay. it, Dory. All right. Okay. That was a big um, sip of water. I just think I took on the microphone. Sorry about that. Kate, you, yes. you have some exciting grooming news to share. <laughs> I do love that you called it grooming because I referred to my feet in this as horse hooves. Or maybe did. I didn't. Yeah, I did. My feet look less like horse hooves is what I wrote. Look, I'm not I'm not trying to talk poorly about myself. I really try to to always speak in the positive, but I got to tell you, it was rough. My feet look gnarly. Okay. Just, I love a pedicure. I love going to get pedicures. That is yeah, how yeah, I took yeah. care. I mean, and I like, for example, I think we talked about this a year ago when this pandemic started. I w- would put gel n- nail color on my feet constantly. Like I hadn't seen my toenails in a very long time. And then the pandemic hit and I had to let the gel grow out. And it was a whole mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have not had a professional pedicure since then. But I, I deeply miss the experience of a pedicure that like time alone i miss the outcome which is better than anything i could ever do myself mm-hmm. but i've been but i tried and so i gave myself you know an at home pedicure and god they look so much better like it was it, i don't mm. know what it is about like the reflection of your feet and how it makes you feel about the rest of yourself but there's something about like looking down and your feet just like looking a bit haggard you know like you haven't cut yeah. your nails you haven't yeah. bu- you haven't yeah 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 buffed that giant callus you haven't put on lotion and everything's cracked and like you yeah. know I still get like weird because I used to run like my toenails have fallen off. Like it's just, it's just a scene down there, Dory. Mm -hmm. And something Mm -hmm. about like, there is something at least for me of like the reflection of like, if my feet are kind of cared for the rest of me just feels better. Yeah. Does that resonate with you at all? I hear that. I hear that. You know, it's funny because last night I, trimmed my toenails for the first time in a while. So maybe I was just like picking up your foot wavelength or something. You were channeling my energy. We are it's like I when was. people have their menstrual cycles at the same time. Yes. But we're with in toenails. sync. <laughs> we're yeah. toenails are in is that sync. a thing? I think it is. <laughs> it is now. It, it, it is like anything now. goes now in quarantine. Totally. So I did that. I cut my toenails. I kind of like tried to push the cuticles back a little wow, bit. Oh, you went to town. Well, like, Dory, not to get too gross, but like the cuticles were like at least a third of the nail. Wow. It was yeah. rough. It was rough down there. Did you, it, and you polished them? I, I shaped, I polished, Ooh. I buffed. Ugh. And then the most importantly, what I've been doing since, so I did this a few days ago. And then since then, the most important thing is that my feet were so dry. So I have been, you know, doing the classic lotioning up of the foot with my soap and glory foot lotion that a listener recommended a while back. And then I have been dumping cuticle oil all over my toenails. 
which is not something I normally do. But I was like, I can soften this area up a little bit. And then I am socking my feet. Mm, Love that. And after one day, they felt better. It's amazing, right? It's amazing what a sock can do. Yeah, it is. You know, Kate, I just have to say, Mm -hmm. I'm really pleased that we're having this conversation because you used to have such an aversion to even talking about feet. You know so what? That's I feel true. Like this is really progress. Do you think it's exposure therapy for me? Maybe because I talk about feet. <laughs> I just, just the whole podcast has been exposure therapy to feet. I don't know. Or maybe you're just, you're just growing more comfortable in your own skin. I mean, honestly, three years ago, I wouldn't have even wanted to admit that I have feet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wouldn't even would want not, to talk about them. We would not have been having this conversation. That just occurred to me as you were, as you were talking. Like, I feel like there have been times where I've even like brought up my feet and you've been like, oh, oh, (laughs) I mean, I just did it. (laughs) Yeah. So the fact that we just really had an extensive conversation about your feet and, (sighs) and foot care and all the rest. I mean, I'm growing is what I hear you You saying. You are. You are. You're growing. You have grown. I have a lovely polish, an olive and June polish on right now. It's a nice kind of beigey brown color. A neutral. A neutral, if you will. Like the color yes. of a, a tan bag. Oh, and, nice. you know, I love a tan purse. Sure. That, you know, if I was going to name a nail polish, I would just call it tan purse. Tan purse. That's <laughs> yeah. a great, that's, that's a, a great, great name, right? Name. Very practical yes. name. Totally. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. It's not even like it's sandal weather. It's just more of a mental thing for me of like, it, it just made me feel more together. I cannot even fully explain me. Cause I also, I also need to give myself a manicure, which I haven't done in a while. So maybe this will just be a weekend of nail care for me. You're going to go head toe toe i'm trying to think of a pun here but i can't what's a good toe pun dory don't push it no (laughs) what they just come organically yeah like if they don't come organically i think it's like okay i'll get one i'll get one by the end of this recording okay well anyway (laughs) enough about my feet which are currently in slippers same we're really talking about body parts today because your boobs are feeling better today Yes. Well, so you inspired me. You, you're just continually inspiring me, Kate. What is this episode is really boosting my ego. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. You had done a virtual bra fitting recently. I did. And I was like, I do not have a bra that fits. Like, I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I've been wearing these bralettes, which fit, quote unquote, but I mean... They're not supportive in the mm-hmm. least. Um, and I was just like, I I don't even know what size I am. Like, I need to just figure this out. <clears throat> so I did it this morning. I booked it with Nordstrom. You can book it online. And what's kind of funny is when I was looking for an appointment, all of the LA area Nordstrom appointments like they didn't have any appointments for like two or three weeks or something. So I was just like searching around the country for places because it's virtual. So like who cares for places that had sooner appointments. So I ended up getting one with a Nordstrom associate in New York. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of fun. Um, 
she was like, oh, you're in LA. I usually get people from New York and New Jersey. And I was like, yeah, well, you had, you had the soonest appointments. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> um, so what they do is she had me measure my boobs. I showed her how a couple of bras fit. I talked to her about what I was looking for in a bra. And then she is going to send me a box of bras and I will choose the ones I want. And they include a FedEx label and you just drop it back in a FedEx box or, you know, you bring it to FedEx and you send back the ones you don't want. I love this. I might super easy. Did you get more bras this way? And what she, so she texted me a link a couple hours ago with some of her selections. She was like, what do you think of these? And I was like, I like these. Can we get one that looks like this? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yep, no problem. So it's kind of fun. And uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping that I like at least one of the ones she sends me. Yeah. She's going to send me a couple different sizes just to kind of see how they feel and... It was, it was, I'm really glad I did it. And it only, it took like 15 minutes. It was very, very, very fast. So highly recommend. You know, I'm just listening to us kind of share these recent things that we've done. And we are two people who have been able to stay home with work. You know, like we haven't been really out in the world just because of the nature of our jobs. And I'm wondering, like, do you think this is subconsciously like us feeling invigorated that people are getting vaccinated and that like we might be able to kind of return to interacting with people and seeing people and we're like starting do you think it's like just some sort of internalized like it's like it's coming like in a few months like we might get to wear bras outside again i saw a tweet recently that was like that was basically like you all be ready i hope you all are ready to like show me your glow ups or something (laughs) like implying that everyone was like you know working on themselves during core uh which you know i hardly think is the case i will tell you that i was kind of inspired to book some like self-care maintenancey things because i'm getting my author photos taken Mm -hmm. and then it turned out that like half of the appointments i booked are going to be have to be after the photos anyway but i was inspired to like Oh, and also, you know, all this stuff in LA was closed for a while. Yeah. I mean, we just, you know, salons just opened a few weeks ago. Salons just reopened. Yeah. Uh, you know, estheticians just were able to reopen. So I did kind of feel like, oh, okay, now, now is the time when I can kind of go. And I feel like everyone has their safety protocols down now. Yeah. Um, so like I'm getting my eyebrows done. Whoa. That's exciting. I'm getting a haircut. Um, so, yeah, I'm just doing a few of those things and I'm hoping that they will carry me into the period where we are hopefully knock on wood going to be leaving our houses. So, yeah, I'm sure that was I'm sure that was an element that was subconsciously at work for me, even though it was also like, oh, shit, I have these photos I need to take. And. uh, Wait, right. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, my haircut will not be before the photos, but say lovey. But Listen. the eyebrows will, which I'm excited about. Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what that's like. I know. I oh, know. That's so exciting, Dory. <sighs> Thank you. I'm pretty excited, I have to say. I'm also, you know, I'm excited for a new bra. Oh, your boobs are going to be so happy. 
I'm just really looking forward to this. It's going to feel good. I feel like I stand up straighter when my breasts are better supported and I, I just feel more comfortable. Oh, totally. Totally. Um, and then in other kind of getting life shit done news, which has been kind of an ongoing theme for me, I feel like over the last few weeks, I finally have like set the wheels in motion to get life insurance. I am excited for you because as we've discussed, this is self-care. Yes. So um, I was actually, I was talking about it with our financial coach who I've mentioned many times on the show before, but I will just, I will mention his name and his website because every time I mention him, people ask, what's his name? What's his website? So it's Dylan Snowden. His website is dylanteachesfinance.com. If you mention me, you get 20% off your first month. There we go. Okay. Anyway, we were meeting with him and I was telling him that I want to get life insurance. And he was like, you should just go on policygenius.com. And I was like, great, because I just wanted it to be as easy as possible. (laughs) Um, And so I did that. It It was, as advertised, very easy. And... I have my medical exam um, later this week. And then assuming that goes well, they will like start underwriting my policy. And and then like I should have life insurance in the next like month. Dory. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm feeling like that is a huge weight off my shoulders because it had been one of those like, oh, I need, oh, I need to do that. <laughs> things. Um, and finally I have done it. So that's great. Me. I'm Thank so glad. You. I'm glad. I'm, I'm even more glad than I am for your bras. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy for both of you, but you know, yeah. Um, well, before we take a break, should we, should we tell people a little bit about our guest today? Okay. We interviewed not just a accomplished author and person whose life has been turned into a movie. NBD. But, yeah, no big, but she's also a listener of this podcast. And so she came prepared to talk about skin. Oh, yeah. And she she has been listening for a very long time. And she has also written in previously and given us advice and recs before and introduced us to some lines that we had previously never heard of. I mean, she is just, she's just great. She's a skincare guru. She's also active in the Facebook group. So you've probably seen her name pop up. Anyway, it's Joanna Rakoff. She's wonderful. Come with a pad, a pencil and a pad of paper. Because Truly. You, you will want to be this. taking notes. <laughs> yes, but you, you'll, you can find it all in our website too. Yes. Uh, all right. We'll be right back. 
vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? No, no. I was just <laughs> going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com 
slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. We are thrilled to have as our guest today, Joanna Rakoff. Joanna, hello, Welcome to Forever 35. It's about time you were on the show. You should I'm say so excited to be here. We should we should say <laughs> that in addition to being an award-winning writer, we will read your your bio in a moment, but you have also listened to the podcast. So this feels like very full circle, like it's been intended since the beginning. Yes, it feels that way to me too. I um, I think I knew about the podcast even before it launched because of Dory. And I mean, I was waiting for the first episode. <laughs> Yay. Well, it's well, such a, it's such a treat to finally get to have you on. Yeah. I'm and so excited. And it's a great reason too, um, because the movie, uh, which is based on your memoir, my Salinger year has just come out. So let's, let's, Let's share your bio first and foremost. Joanna is the author of the novel A Fortunate Age, winner of the Goldberg Prize for Fiction and the international bestselling memoir My Salinger Year, which was released as a feature film starring Sigourney Weaver and Margaret Qualley on March 5th, 2021. And her books have been translated into 20 languages and nominated for major prizes in the Netherlands and France. No big deal. She's written frequently for the New York Times, Vogue, Marie Claire, Oh, the Oprah Magazine, and many other publications. And Joanna lives in Cambridge, Massachusetts. 
with her family. And we're so thrilled to have you. I was revisiting an email you sent us about skincare dupes, and it was like the most informative email we'd ever received. And I, after we got it, I went and bought like everything you said to buy in the email. So we've got to go through this list, see if wow. we're still using these products. <laughs> but before we get started in that area, can can you give us some insight into your own self-care practices? You know, we talk about them on every episode. We would love to hear something that you've implemented in, in your daily routine that's, that helps you take care of you. Yeah, it's strange. I was, of course, thinking about this in preparation for talking to you guys. And what I realized is that during the pandemic, what I do to take care of myself kind of changes on a daily basis. Um, and I feel like I should step back and explain that you mentioned my family. So mm-hmm. I live in a pretty tiny house with my husband and our three kids. Um, we're a blended family. So I have two older kids who are essentially teenagers or 12 and 16 from my first marriage. And then my husband and I have a five-year-old who is kind of insane. And, um, <laughs> and so during the pandemic, I feel like I don't even need to say this, but life has been pretty intense. And yeah. I, yeah, right. I mean, it's yeah. been intense for everyone in very different ways. Um, for our particular family, my husband's job became more, more everything. He had more to do because of the pandemic. And for the first few months, he was, you know, on Zoom calls for 10 hours a day. And I had all three kids at home just losing their minds. And, um, so, um, and of course I am on deadline for a new book. Sometimes for me, self care means taking a long walk by myself, you know, without my phone and just kind of thinking my own thoughts or thinking my way into an essay I have to write or thinking my way into my book or just thinking about how I'm obsessed with the Taylor Swift Bon Iver song Exile or whatever I'm thinking about, like whatever random thing is on my mind. Um, sometimes it means just allowing myself to kind of be in the moment with my kids, like putting everything away. I have a lockbox for my phone and I'll lock my phone away for 12 hours at a time. What? And yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, I actually have two. I have one at my office, which is where I am now, and one at home. How does it work? You set it and then you can't open it for 12 hours? Yep. Wow. Oh my gosh, that gives me anxiety. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. I know. It gave my, my husband actually got it for me and it gave me anxiety at first because I, of course, thought, you know, what if, I don't know. I mean, I really honestly thought about some really stupid things like, what if people are responding to my Instagram post and I need to respond to them? Like just the dumb things that everyone thinks about, right? I wasn't thinking, what if there's an emergency? Right. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, what if I need to, I don't know what, look at the news. Um, but once I got used to it, I really, really loved it. And it gives you a lot of freedom. Um, I also use the program that you use, Kate, Freedom. Oh, but the, the best. Lockbox, sort of. Yeah, the we're going to need a, we're going to need a link to that lockbox. Yeah. For I'm our really, own purposes and for our listeners. You have to try it. Like you can buy it on Amazon. If you don't like it, just send it back. But yeah. I would give it a week and, you know, just Ooh. try it. 
See yeah. what I love. One thing I love to do is to, in the evening, if I've been using, if I've been sort of online on screens all day, I love to just kind of lock it away early, like at dinner time for 14 hours. And wow. it's almost like my mind shifts into a completely different gear knowing that I can't look at it. Wow. I need this so lock. I do too. This sounds great. I, I can't believe we've it. never, I've never even heard. I mean, of course it makes sense. You could find a box where you can lock a phone away, but I've never even thought about the possibility of this. Yeah. This is, let's talk about your skincare obsession because I know that you've gotten even more into it in quarantine, but you, it seems to me in, in our correspondence that like you've always been very knowledgeable, very interested in the pursuit of the product, <laughs> like the true. passion for the product, which I can relate to a lot. So we, I would love just like personally to get your, like your faves, your holy grails, the things you love. Cause you directed me to some really amazing products like Josh Rosebrook's. Oh, my gosh. oh yeah. The hydrating accelerator from Josh Rosebrook, which I think you emailed us about a couple of years ago. I, I don't know if you're still obsessed with it, but I do think that is like the best hydrating toner period. The best. No, that is one of the products that I can't live without. Like there's something about the smell of it. And I notice a difference in my skin when I stop using it. Um, I actually don't have, so I gathered products to show to you guys. I have a few little boxes here um, divided between skin, hair, and makeup. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> ah! Oh boy. Yay. And then there's a little pile of supplements too, because that's Ooh, so oh my gosh, but, Joanna. Um, but I don't have <laughs> I know. I wish we were doing this in person, you guys. I know. I know. Um, but um but um I don't even have the Josh Rosebrook to- Josh Rosebrook toner to show you because I used it up because I just go that's... through it. I just it's yeah, it's one of my all time favorites. I will never not use it. And it's so, I mean, for a toner, it's expensive. And I'm a person who it's weird. I don't mind spending money to a certain degree. Like I've never bought, I don't know, like La Mer. I've never bought like a $300 product, but like I'll buy a Sunday Riley sort of, you know, yeah, um, you know, but the, the, Josh Rosebrook is kind of pricey for toner. And yet I don't even think about it. It's just like, yeah, like, it's like I should is, have it. I gotta have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I will show you some things. So let's see where to start. Should we start with cleanser? Yes. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So I um, sorry. I've tried many, many cleansers. I tend to have three cleansers at all time, which I think you guys probably do too. Like I have like a shower cleanser that you know, is a little mm-hmm. bit more for the morning or like when I'm not wearing makeup. And then I have like a take everything off cleanser. And then I always have micellar water. So like you guys, Dory, I loved your micellar deep dive, whatever, a year oh. or so ago. Thank <laughs> and, you so much. And I've, I sort of followed excitedly, <laughs> um, but I've tried a bunch too. And my absolute favorite is from this Japanese brand, Kogendo. Um, that a lot of makeup artists use. I was introduced to it. This is going to sound like the most like douchey thing to say in the world, but I was introduced to it when I was being photographed for Vogue and mm. the 
um, really, really wonderful makeup artist um, who you could follow her on Instagram, Courtney Perkins. She's amazing. Um, loves these products. And she suggested it to me. And she said, like, it takes everything off and it's completely gentle. So I started using it, but it's quite expensive. It's like, I don't know. Cra- it's crazy expensive. It's like $30 for a little bottle. And I, I found that honestly, like the simple micellar water, um, which I think you've used, Dory, or like the Garnier micellar water is not that different. Um, I really like the Garnier Rose version, mm. which comes in a pink bottle. I've never used that. It's, it's relatively new. I think it's the best one. I highly recommend. Um, so I always have one of those on hand because there are just nights when you're like, I don't feel like washing my face, right? Or for me. There yes. Are. Yes. And no, there are. Totally. So, and then I always have a cleansing oil on hand. Um, I started using cleansing oil, I mean, a million years ago. I used the Shu Uemura version, um, which has mm-hmm. now is now kind of bad, has fragrance in it, but I don't even know how long ago. A friend of mine who, may, she might be one of the reasons that I like skincare products. A friend of mine who had lived in Japan gave me some of it, and I was like, oh, this is great. So now I use the Tatcha, and I think mm. that is the best. Like I just always have that. But then my real cleanser, this is all the lead up to the real <laughs> cleanser, is <laughs> I am a bomb person. Um, and my absolute favorite is Yves Lohm, uh, which is the original. Um, and I will not make this into too long a story, but it just smells so good. And it takes everything off and your skin feels hydrated and kind of plumped and great. Um, and I, I just always go back to it. Like I'll try other things. Um, I like the pharmacy one, the green clean, Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think it's as hydrating as this. Um, I also love like a good dupe is from Trilogy, the Australian rose hips brand. They make a really good cleansing balm. That's Mm -hmm. the only one that I think is as close, as close to this. It's much less expensive. Um, but I just, I'll just miss this and miss the smell of it. Okay. Cleanser. Um, my toner, I use the Josh Rose, Rose Brook. Why can't I say that? It's like one of my favorite skincare brands. Um, Cause we put you on the spot. I know. I know. It's like, yeah. So, um, and then I use a bunch of products that are kind of like, I think of as like OG forever 35 products. So at night, I will use the Sunday Riley retinol. Ooh, um, Uf- is it UFO or the Luna? I forget what it's called. It's, so I've actually not tried those. This okay. is the A plus high dose retinoid serum. Ooh. And mm. I've high tried dose. I like that. Yes. And okay. And I feel like I need to say this is like a kind of large bottle. It's the same size as like the good standard good jeans bottle. This bottle lasts a weirdly long time. I realized recently that my last bottle had lasted a year and I use it. It's not like I'm so anyway, it's a great product. Um, I tried a bunch of them a bunch like over the years I've tried so many and there's just no comparison. Um, I think the thing that is so great about this one is I actually have um, what is known as reactive skin, which is, Mm. I think I think that's the real reason I have a product obsession because I spent half my childhood like at the dermatologist getting prescription creams and trying to figure out why I always had like this rash here and whatever. Um, 
And this causes no problems for me. It actually feels hydrating um, rather than drying. Like a lot of retinoids feel very mm. dry. This does not. Like you put it on and it almost feels like you've put on moisturizer. Um, now I want this. Can I just say, you should get it. It's okay. really good. <laughs> like, just, like this is your retinol. This is your retinol program. This, this stuff. is my retinol. And I've okay. tried, you know, prescription retinols and this is better. Um, it just is. It works. It's better. Um, I love it. And I tried, like, I've tried everything. I'm not going to name everything I tried because that would, we'd be here for like five days, but it's just, it's just great. Um, and then during the day, I use this vitamin C, the Sunday Riley CEO brightening vitamin C brightening serum. Um, and again, I've tried tons of vitamin C serums and this just works and doesn't irritate your skin. And it really works. It really does fade bright dark spots. Um, for real. Um, mm -hmm. you see a difference. So in terms of a moisturizer, I have two favorites and one is, this is a mini because I'm at my office. This is a relatively new Sunday Riley product. It's the ice ceramide cream. Ooh. Um, and I like a ceramide cream. I think you guys would both love this. It's like intensely moisturizing and just what? It just feels so good, but it doesn't feel somehow like heavy. I can't, even though I really, I like super heavy moisturizer. Like I want like butter mm. on my face, but this for me is just better than anything I've tried. But the other product I love, which I don't have here because I just ran out of it is Eucerin advanced repair cream. Okay. On your okay. body or on your face? On my face. Ooh. Okay. And I have to say it's as good as this. Wow. So, she just held up the Sunday Riley. Oh, sorry, Sunday Riley. I'm so sorry, yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Eucerin <laughs> Advanced. Oh, yeah. It comes in like the big, like the kind of um, jug, not jug, uh, like, like a, a little bucket. Yeah, tub. Yeah. Ooh, and you just open it and slather it on. Okay, Eucerin, the price point there is very appealing. It's really good. And I, I've tried actually other things like that. Like I tried the um, CeraVe mm -hmm. night cream um, that that you recommended a while back. Um, I tried other Eucerins. I've tried like other drugstore products um, in part because I'll just go off on a tiny tangent here and say that my mom, as discussed, is 90. And my mom is gorgeous. And she always has been. Like she's sort of model level gorgeous. Um, and at 90, she looks 20 years younger than her age. Like she has amazing skin and she's never used anything more expensive than that Clinique yellow stuff. Mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But an dramatically so, different moms. moisturizer. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Like everyone used in the eighties, all moms mm -hmm. used. I mean, she uses like oil of Olay or whatever, some like, and not even like fancy oil of Olay, like ancient oil of Olay and like some kind of weird pink bottle that you didn't even know that they made anymore. And so I keep, I, I'm always thinking like, if my mom looks this good and she just used these cheap products, like, why do, like, and my mom would like put Vaseline on her legs when they were dry mm -hmm. to moisturize. So I, I feel like maybe she has something there, you know, so I'm constantly trying drugstore products, but usually I don't love them. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. 
You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back. Here's my question. Are you, do you ever feel frustrated like you're in being played, I guess, essentially by big skincare then? Because I, I do feel like the stories that we always hear are like, I know this person who's like a hundred years old. They look 50 and it's because they use olive oil on their skin. And, and, and then, <laughs> then I'm like, Oh, okay. Off I go to spend like my life's fortune at Sephora. Do you ever feel like you're in uh, the matrix there with skincare? I skin do. Care a I definitely bit? do. I mean, like here's one example um, that doesn't have to do with sort of the types of products we've discussed. But so, and I feel like I want to say this almost as a public service announcement to everyone. So I, for years, like starting when I was, I don't know, like maybe in my early 30s, would get 
um, like every month when I got my period, I would get like a hormonal cyst on my chin. And I actually have really dry skin that's also kind of like dehydrated. And so it didn't make any sense. I didn't even really have acne as a teenager. I was like, what is this? So it wouldn't go away. And, you know, every single month it would not go away. Eventually, I, of course, I had a dermatologist. I went and was like, what is happening? And she was like, oh, we, you know, we just have to like inject this with cortisone and it will go right away. Um, and so then I started on this cycle of, you know, every month I was going into the dermatologist in this emergency way to get rid of this giant painful thing on my chin. And sometimes it would happen in really stressful situations, like when I had to speak to like 300 people while on book tour and that kind of thing. And you can't cover those cysts up and they really are horribly uncomfortable. So I was constantly trying to find a product that would make this go away and trying to figure out what can I use to make this go away and like reading about it, trying to sort of get to the bottom of it. And eventually my dermatologist was like, you know, I think we should get you started on spironolactone. I was like, what, what? And it turns out there's this medication that you can take that basically stops this. It's called spironolactone. You can take it in different dosages. And I felt like, why did no one talk to me about this 10 years ago or 15 years ago? Why, why now? You know, it, and I'm not saying anything bad about dermatologists. I love my dermatologist here um, in Brookline, Dory. <laughs> um, but, um, nice. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like, you know, I don't know. Dermatologists make a lot of money every time you come in to get a cortisone shot. And like big skincare makes money on all these like, you know, anti-cyst things, you know, that, you know, and this really works on cystic acne that don't do anything. And so I started taking this medication. It's been two years and I haven't had one since, and it costs $8 a month. Wow. And so I say this because, um, I say this first of all, because I, I do often see on, on the Facebook group, people talking about cystic acne. And I sort of feel like people should know, um, that there are, there's another medication you can take for it too. Um, but also just because I think sometimes there are these goals that we have, um, with skincare, um, that really are not going to be solved by a cream or a serum, like, but they might be solved by going into your dermatologist, you know, um, mm. and, and just getting like some sort of not very sexy medication or prescription cream or something. I mean, there is also the converse or the inverse, whatever it is of that. Like, Dory, you were talking a while back about um, Eucerin eczema cream, which is actually something that I always yeah, have yeah. in my house. Um, and my dermatologist actually recommended it to me because I get eczema and I use that too. Um, and it really does work. And you don't actually need like a, you know, you're often told you need a steroid prescription cream. You don't like that completely right. works. It's like a miracle. So, but anyway, yeah. So I do sometimes feel like. Except when you do need exactly. a steroid prescription cream. Right. <laughs> you do sometimes really need the steroid prescription. Yeah. Yes. yes. Really yes. Sometimes that's the only thing that's um, going to work. And that's fine. That's normal. Right. Um, yeah. 
Joanna, you you posted in the Facebook group the other day. And by the way, I just I love that you have used the Forever 35 Facebook group for advice about movie and book stuff. Like it really kind of warms my heart. Um, but you posted something about how can I look better on Zoom? And you got a ton of responses. And so I'm wondering, have you, I mean, you look great, but I'm wondering what, what have you put into practice that you feel like has worked? How can people who want to look better on zoom, look better on that zoom? That is such a great question. Cause this really was sort of torturous for me. Um, so, um, I have all of these sort of zoom interviews, like TV interviews and big events. Like last night I did this event, you know, with, you know, for Lincoln Center and the New York Public Library. I mean, these very, very high profile things. Yes. And, um, and also the other thing that I had to, the truth is that I did not think of this on my own. My kids thought of this, um, and told me this, that these events will also live on YouTube forever. So this came mm. out because my oh, my God. kids started looking at my at every all the sort of videos of me on YouTube. I didn't know that there were any of them. I don't ever Google myself or look into anything about myself. So, um, so it was sort of horrifying that, like, for instance, this event that I did. Forgive the tangent, but I swear this will all make sense in a second. Like, I did an event at Politics and Prose, the bookstore in DC, um, a bookstore I love. And it was in the summer. Um, it was 1 million degrees. I was, this is five years ago. So I was pregnant with Izzy, um, like early pregnancy, like throwing up. Can I, can I interrupt you to say that I literally just watched this in like preparing for you to come on? I know the exact video you're talking about because I found so it on YouTube. Say. Okay, sorry. So I, I Continue also, on. okay. So I, was flown because publishers are notoriously cheap. I was flown down the day of my event. Um, and I was staying over, but they just flew me down that day. I had like maybe an hour when I got in to get ready. And so you can see my hair is wet. I have really, really thick curly hair, um, that I don't even know how to blow out or straighten. I never learned. And I, it takes hours to dry. Like I washed my hair this morning. It's still wet. And I was like, what do I do? I, you know, I, if I wash my hair, it's not going to dry. I'm going to have like soaking wet hair for this event, but it's all frizzy and weird. And I was wearing a dress that I kind of liked on the plane, but I was like, sh- that I sort of thought, cause I thought I might have to go straight to the event. So I wore like an event dress, but it was kind of gross and like smelly. And so I changed into something else. And, you know, I had, I didn't put on any makeup and just went to the event. And now that and my hair is like back in like a frizzy bun. And now that event lives on YouTube forever. <laughs> and, and so do I wish that I had like put on like at least some powder as I wish I had done today too? Um, yes, I do. Or like definitely I I feel like I have very hooded lids and always have. And like I look like I have no eyeballs sometimes. Like I'm like, you know, <laughs> so I wish I had put on some mascara at least. So, okay. To really answer your question, what have I learned? So I, I became freaked out by the thought of doing all these TV interviews and having no idea what I was doing. So what I learned was um, lighting is really important. And um, 
Mm. backdrop is really important. So I bought a ring light. Um, many people on the Facebook group told me to buy a ring light. Some, a lot told me to buy this one particular one. So I bought it. Um, and, um, I switched around, um, my office so that I could have, um, this be my backdrop actually. Um, because I, there was no natural place with the way the furniture was. So I just had to move things around. So there's that, that's my environment. But then in terms of my actual person, um, a big important thing that I learned is like that what you wear really matters. And I Mm. had been just kind of like wearing. So by the time I asked this question, Dory, I had done a lot of events a lot. And I was like, Oh my God. So I was just wearing like my favorite thing. So I'm a person who I really love, like very sort of like, I don't know, like, let's just call it like Brooklyn bohemian, like Silver Lake feminine bohemian, sort of like Ula Johnson, like Victorian tops. I get it. It's kind of my thing. It's always been my thing. And so I was wearing like big sleeved, like flowered blouses and, you know, all these like prints and like things with high Victorian collars. Um, I, I also like to wear like really muted colors and, um, everyone was like, no, you have to wear jewel tones. And I don't, I don't even own any, like, I don't wear anything bright ever. Um, but I, found like the one bright blue blouse in my closet (laughs) that I've had forever and never wear. I found like a kind of ruby colored velvet jacket. Um, I tried these all on. Um, People also told me to test things out in zoom. Um, So, and everyone was right. They were all completely right. And those bright colors don't look bright in zoom. Um, They, they look much, much darker. Like I would say five, 10 shades darker. Um, And then I found that, um, you really have to overdo your makeup. Um, that Mm. what, you know, it's almost like, I mean, it is, it's almost worse than being on TV because when you're on TV, they have like these HD cameras and they can kind of see everything. So if you're, you have makeup caked on, like you actually look bad, but with zoom, it kind of like what I was told again by the Facebook group, I also talked to a couple of makeup artists and friends, like it, it kind of flattens you. So you need to sort of like do something akin to contouring. Um, you need to have like way more blush than you think you want. Definitely more eye makeup. Um, and, um, definitely like either a bold lip or just like something on your lips like something that's going to make them kind of fascinating. Yeah. So I've been doing all this. Joanna, I wanted to, to ask, um, kind of going off of your book, uh, and now obviously the movie, my Salinger year deals with your life in your early twenties. And, you know, we get a lot of questions from listeners who are in that time of their lives, um, in that age. And it is a very weird age. You're kind of figuring out how to, carve out the world on your own terms. And I'm wondering now, as you are older and you're also kind of rewatching your life play out on film, what advice do you have for people 
you know, who are in that kind of quarter life crisis time, but also, I mean, really anyone, uh, when it comes for kind of searching for these important things like their career or, or friendship or human connection or, or love, like, uh, what would you, I'm not necessarily tell your younger self, but maybe people who are in that space right now. I feel like a big overarching thing that I would say is don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid to do the scary thing. Hmm. You know, I think you guys often get, or it feels to me like you, you relatively regularly, I shouldn't say often, <laughs> get letters on your mini episodes from people saying, you know, should I quit my job? Should I, you know, um, sort of wanting to take big risks. And I'm not advising that someone with no savings randomly quit their job, though I did do that like more than once. <laughs> yeah. I did and too. So maybe I am saying that. I mean, yeah. I think sometimes you just have to kind of follow your instincts and you might, there are different reasons for sort of leaving a job. That's just one example. Um, there are different reasons for sort of making big, bold choices, right? Like you could be feeling stuck, you could be feeling fine, but like you need to move in a different direction. And I think if you're feeling that, find a way to do it. And you don't necessarily need, you know, you could do it now, you could walk in and quit tomorrow, which is, you know, the job that's portrayed in my calendar year, that is what I did. I, I sort of, I had this gut feeling, I need to leave this job. I need to leave this horrible boyfriend um, who in the book, you sort of see how horrible he is in the film. He's really softened. And he's also played by yeah. Doug Booth. Who's like professionally handsome. Oh, so oof. it's like, <laughs> like, it doesn't seem that bad, but <laughs> anyway, in life he was bad. And um, uh, I just knew that I had to sort of um, forge my own path. I knew that I had to be alone um, and, and that my focus had to be on figuring out, how, in what way I was going to be a writer, what I was going to do. Um, and I knew that I could only do that alone and without this particular job where there was a lot of pressure mm -hmm. to kind of move up the ladder, which sounds good. And if I had wanted to be a literary agent, it would be great. And I thought maybe I did. But as soon as I realized I didn't, I knew that I had to leave. So I guess I would just say, you know, don't be afraid to make big, bold choices and to kind of follow what could be an unconventional path. Um, I think you guys honestly have both done that. And um, there isn't always a straight line through, you know, for a career. I think we're led to believe that there is as kids, right? But there isn't. And sometimes, you know, you have to sort of take what opportunities come to you, you have, you know, that seem exciting and not worry too much yeah. about like, is this forever? You know, you have to kind of go where you want to go for a while. I, I realize we didn't touch on this, but for our listeners who haven't read your book and are curious about the movie, can you give us a, a synopsis about what it is about? Because it is about yes. your own life. Absolutely. Um, so I wrote it as if it were a novel. You know, every day I wrote with a little um, index card pinned up above my desk saying, this is a novel. You are a character. Um, but um, mm. it is about... Um, it's called My Salinger Year, um, just as a refresher, and it takes place over the course of one year, um, 1996, when I was 23 and 24, and um, I worked as an assistant at New York's oldest and most storied literary agency, Harold Ober Associates, um, as the assistant to the president, um, who it turned out, I didn't know this when I took the job, was J.D. Salinger's agent. 
Um, and I was told when I took the job that I would never have any contact with him, that he was a complete hermit. He didn't call. He didn't come in. You know, I was warned really stringently. He's not going to want to read your stories. He doesn't want to hear about your life. You know, just if he calls, just pass him on to your boss. Um, but he's never going to call. And then on the, my first day, he called. And, <laughs> and I was so like, insane. what? And um, it turned out that he had decided he wanted to publish a new book. And so during that year, I was in touch with him constantly. Um, and as it happened, my boss had a sort of personal tragedy and she was out and I had to kind of pretend to be her for a while. So that um, is the book. There's also a kind of love story in it having to do with a person known known in the book just as my college boyfriend um, and um, a bunch of other, about a friend who's kind of pulling away from me and taking a more conventional path. Um, the film follows the book pretty closely, but it also, you know, we had to compress a lot and there's fictionalization, of course, just to kind of have things make sense because it would just be a book about a girl sitting there typing all day if we didn't fictionalize things. <laughs> um, and it has, um, people have described it as having a sort of like little bit of kind of a stylized look to it, like a little tiny bit of like a Royal Tenenbaum sort of look to it. It's very beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. so I see yeah, that. it's, yeah. um, and yeah, I feel like the one thing that I want everyone to know about the film is that there is um, a supporting character played by Yannick Truesdale, who is Michelle in the Gilmore Girls. So um, anyone who loves the Gilmore Girls will be very excited by this. Well, uh, Joanna, this has been so great to have you on the show. It's like a dream come true. Truly. I'm so, so grateful for all your skincare advice that you've given us over the years privately. And now that we can share it with, with listeners, it's just such a treat. Um, why don't you let us know where we can follow along with um, your life and learn more about your books and your film and, and also like your skincare reps? Um, maybe I should be posting those more, um, rather than endless videos yes. of my five year old dancing to Taylor Swift. Um, so charming though. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Joanna Rakoff. I am nominally on Twitter as Jay Rakoff. I hate Twitter, but there's lots of pressure to be on it right now. So I'm trying. Um, and you can find me on Facebook just as my name, Joanna Rakoff. And you guys, thank you. <laughs> it's so nice to talk to you. Thank this you. This so fun. Thank you, Joanna. Okay. Well, I mean, another one of those interviews where I'm like, I want to keep talking to her. <laughs> oh, we, I, I, this job is such a pleasure. I know. That we just we get to lucky. chat. And then at the end, it's like, wish we could keep chatting for another hour. Yeah. It's just such a treat. It really it is. is. It really, really is. <sighs> anyway. So much skincare, so little time, I got to say. <laughs> so, Kate, how has finding time to exercise slash move in the morning been going for you? Look, I've kind of nailed it. I've kind of nailed it. I didn't do it today, but I have had three days of morning exercise, like 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. Wow. And it feels great. I actually really like the feeling of like getting up, getting my coffee, and then like, you know, pumping my iron. Yeah. I clanging those you. weights around. 
That's so great. I'm so glad that's been working out. Literally. It, oh, good. One. Oh, see, there's the pun. You didn't push it, but there it is. Because you, you know, know what? You did that? I didn't even, I didn't even mean to do it. And I realized it halfway through. Maybe that's, that's just, the best kind of pun. That's how good you are. That's just my, my mind just thinks like that. It's very sad. Okay. Um, well, I'm really glad to hear that. I need to kind of keep focusing on making it like a, a practice as opposed to like today, I'm going to try to do some exercising movement stuff this afternoon which I don't love because I'll get like sucked into my work and then I'll be like, am I really going to do it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I feel like I just mm-hmm. have to do it and move on. So we'll see. TBD, but it's, okay. been, it's worked okay. out this week. I'm really glad to hear that. And what about, what about this coming week? What do you have going um, on? This coming week, Dora, my intention is to eat cookies. Ooh, good one. I ordered about 16 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Because my children are not in Girl Scouts this year, so I'm supporting other Scouts. And, you know, I want to keep myself stocked up for the year. And so, honestly, my intention is to enjoy- eat Girl Scout cookies, enjoy them, do it mindfully and without mm. judgment of myself. Mm. Mm. Yes, I love all of this. So, that's it. That's cookies, great. baby. Cookies is my intention. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what's been going on in my intention zone. My intention had been to take a morning walk, but the morning, I, I've realized that the morning walk is better suited to an afternoon walk, but I've been pretty consistent with it. And it is actually a nice activity for that like late afternoon hour before dinner when you like, you're kind of tired and you don't really know what to do. The you know? four to 5 p.m. hour. Yeah, that hour. Yeah, it's a weird hour. Yeah, it's more for us. It's more like four thirty to five thirty, but yeah, okay. that like that roughly that hour, like tea time essentially. Yes, tea time. So either we will do tea time or we will take a walk. And so far, we've been taking a walk. The so, walk makes sense. Yeah. So it's so yeah, it's been nice. Um, and then this week, I just want to just going to check something else off my life checklist. I don't know what yet, but it will be something. I I love that you have a life checklist. I mean, it's not written down anywhere. It's just kind of in my head of like, uh, I need to, I, I need to do that. Right. It's, but it's things that you are intending to get done. Yeah. And it's, and it's not like empty the dishwasher. It's like, right, right. it's like buy life insurance. Like it's, it's these kind of like big things that I've just been like putting off. Yeah, I get it. The hard stuff that actually really makes a long-term impact. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna burrow into that list in my head and 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 pick something out. Good for you. Thanks, Kate. Proud of you. Proud of you. you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. (sighs) Well. It's been a pleasure, as always, to chat with you. And I just want to remind everyone that Forever 35 is hosted and produced by me, Dori Shafrier, and Kate Spencer, and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. Sam Reed is our project manager, and our network partner is Acast. We'll talk to you all again extremely soon. Bye. Bye.